0: If you're feeling intimidated about the DEI discussions going on everywhere, we've got good news for you today. We're actually making some progress standing up for ourselves. We'll be right back. Hello, my name's Susan Hamilton,
1: and I'm Larry Kortkamp. Today's and news is, is all about DEI oh,
0: uh, because we've got all kinds of really good news. Actually, if you're unaware of how this phrase diversity, equity, inclusion is kind of seeping into your community, uh, that would surprise me <laughs> because it's everywhere. Even in some churches, they are promoting this because, of course, those words are good, right? Who doesn't want to be diverse? I don't think it's, uh, I,
1: I don't think there's just right? I don't think there's an phase of life. In the United States today, that's not touched by. It is not touched by this simple three-letter acronym. But there's d- a
0: difference. The d- there's a difference between the acronym and the words because diversity, equity, and inclusion are actually part of the fabric of who we are. And what's happened with DEI? DEI is one of those um, sustainable development goals. This is one of the, one of those things that the United Nations is really promoting. And when you start realizing that it means something very different, and it takes you is circumvent the Constitution and your right to, you know, everybody else can think what they want to think, but if you don't, you better shut up is is really what that means for for American culture. And across the world, people are pushing back on this because this this conversation isn't just American. It is everywhere because it's a global policy meant to break down the fabric of every nation uh, so that we no longer operate according to realizing that our rights are given to us by God, inalienable rights, and instead government grants us those. And so the DEI discussion what what really churches and and our city councils and school boards need to understand is this DEI phrase means something different than what we have teachers have been all about diversity, equity and inclusion. I mean that a good teacher automatically uses those types of Integrations, not not the DEI framework, but we care that the students get along, that they treat each other well, that they're I, But I, I don't know.
1: Fairly. Some of this some of this started the DEI, the first the first word, diversity. Yeah. What does that even mean? I mean we are we are America from day one. Yeah. We have been the country in the world. Remember, most other countries in the world started out Germany, you were German. In Italy, you were Italian. Russia, you were Russian. America was the melting pot of the globe because all those nationalities came here to recreate a new life. So America has always been nothing but diversity, But
0: what's diversified happened with this from phrase, day one. I agree, but that what's happened it, with this phrase, using this phrase now causes people to look at each other according to skin color. Yeah. Now we start to go, okay, wait a minute, it isn't about where you're from. The, basically what it's saying is there's too many white people. And white people, if you're white, you do not get what everybody else is dealing with. And it's like we've all got our stuff. I promise you I got some baggage. When, when, <laughs> I promise you. When as, a, as Going in the prison dual, ministry as a white blonde woman, I, I was not included very easily. Well, the fact, that you, even, the
1: fact that, that you even say that, to me, this whole thing is such a misdirection of, yes. of ideals, right? Why is that? In one regard, they want you to believe that everybody has the same rights, right? We are all equal in what we do. But in the very next phrase, they say, well, these people are more special than these people simply because they have a different color of their skin. Whether it's someone from it's not just the about Asian color skin. someone from the South It's American, also depending on... From
0: on what gender they decide that they want to well,
1: be. Well, that's a whole another one. But no, it's all part into, of it. Now it's we're all, getting into another Now
0: phase. diversity isn't just, and that's what's yeah. interesting about the new um, L- LGBTQ, uh, the pride flag. Notice it's changed a lot. So wow. there's now we have these additional bars. Now there's more
1: letters in that acronym and, than there are in the
0: alphabet. But that bar oh, now that? includes, for this idea to be so inclusive, you've got all of the, the gayness of, of that, but then now you've got black, And brown and pink and blue and do not be deceived. That's children, all right. And when we're talking about that, we are talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. The big game there, and the big money there, is maps. Minor attracted persons. We are. We used to call.
1: For those of you who don't understand the acronym, we used to call them pedophiles. We are supposed Now they're teachers accept in our schools, apparently.
0: Yes, and yeah. so many, they're, they're running around, the, the mainstream media is not talking about this. The state media yeah. is not talking about this. We recently had the Chevron flag lifted in, uh, in front of the Capitol building without realizing, so many people that watched that didn't realize, guess what the pink and blue is, babe? Guess what the white, pink, and blue is? It's not white people this is this is the idea that inclusion means anything goes
1: yeah. and this way, is a dangerous not, place that's not being nice or inclusive that's actually going against the constitution and where the flag rises. it's going against it's, common it's decency all that, all protect that. the children well, and it's breaking the law actually you're not supposed to rise nothing is oh, no flag the, where the flag no flag is supposed to rise yes. above the american flag except in texas we actually wrote it into our constitution that we can fly it at the same level but they can't do that, and they're doing it anyway, and they're just stubbing their nose in our in our face. However, we are making some ground, and I and this first article that comes to us from Fox News is kind of a good story in the right direction. This comes to us from South Carolina. South Carolina school district ends a contract with a company after the GOP group sued over CRT. So in here it does reference the Carolina Freedom Caucus. Actually had to sue actually had to sue the Lexington County School District, number one, in order to make this win in CRT, which is sad in my estimation. Our own legislature had to sue one of our own school districts. This is all infighting here, but it's costing the state on both sides. Remember, this lawsuit cost both sides, and they're both taxpayer-funded. This is ridiculous stuff, but I'm glad we won.
0: Women. Yeah, and we're going to have to be stepping up into these places because our children are, you know, as as confused as, as we are as adults over how how this ideology was became so strong, uh, and and as you as you discover what that is, that came in through the World Health Organization, and that's been going on for several years, uh, everly really, ever since the Kinsey reports, but um, what we see, Larry, is. Um, Oh, I just lost my choo-choo. You ever done that? You ever started talking somewhere and you lost my
1: (laughs) thought? That's okay, Um, because our next article kind of keeps this thing going anyway. Uh, The next one comes to us from the Dallas Express. Yeah. It's talking about, in Texas, an LGBTQ military event mm, was canceled, but it was canceled after after what? After backlash. It was canceled after backlash, and I think the backlash word is very important because backlash, folks, that's you and me. That's you and me saying, no, we don't want that to occur backlash, opposition, that's what we're doing to make these changes. and it's hard to do that from your chair. Sometimes you have to get up and actually go do something. but backlash is the way we fight against something that we just don't believe needs to be there. And in this case, this was on a military installation. It doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be there. Uh, we're instilling a social construct, right? Pride in someone being gay. I don't have to be proud of someone being gay and it certainly doesn't need to come into our military. I don't care if they're gay. I just don't want them to uh, have to put that into every. Yeah, since single when do we have to
0: celebrate life? who you're sleeping with? Exactly. That day is that's to me a ridiculous scenario. And we and, and I'll tell you what that, that between over sexualizing our children, we're over sexualizing society. It was already there. Nobody was stopping. You know, I'll tell you what. What it's done is caused so much violence and backlash because people are not. Going to have this stuff shoved down their throat, nah. and we—if—if if we do not well, start it, coming up it, it with some protections started, around our children, you, what you're doing is you're revving up. We've a started a
1: lot. We've—we've we've had a lot of these yeah. conversations before we have started this conversation, uh, relating to Christianity and churches and so forth. And it—and it comes from again, a good premise, right? We want to reach out. We want to be acceptance of people. Mm-hmm. But I think a, a lot of it is—is is misrepresenting acceptance and tolerance, right? a—I think we have a good tolerance level in the United States. We are a tolerant of what people do, but that, that is being mistaken for not only acceptance, but pride in this case, and it's neither of those. So it's not that. We do tolerate your lifestyle, but when it started to become an issue for us is when you just said, now they want it into our kids. Now, the They're way it giving goes- us an opportunity to pick and choose. They're forcing it.
0: Well now the way it goes into into churches and largely a lot of the, the Methodist churches or you 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 know and Lutheran churches you that's where yep. you're seeing a lot of that come in um, but what they're talking about is the idea that, that that somehow we don't understand because we're white they have become they've come to believe That because we're white, we couldn't possibly know what other ethnicities have gone through. And I would like to say, because I'm white, you don't know what my ethnicity has gone through. Or the struggles that every single person. The idea that there's this uh, this bias that's naturally inherent because I am a white woman, I've got this bias. No, what I have is an irritation that I've spent a long time with long relationships of people of every every skin color. Really, every scenario because I and I don't want somebody coming up to me and going, Okay, yeah, because you're I have not yet seen white privilege happen for me. If that's something I'm supposed to get because I'm a white woman, I want some. I didn't have any. I just think Nobody any, any of these discussions
1: want, that involves that? This, this privilege, dis, this distinguishing I've had to fight for everything. Everything that, that enters into a conversation that distinguishes by color. Again, we've talked about this before too. The base argument, if the base argument says, there is a difference between this skin color and this skin color that is due to privilege, prove it. Follow with the statistics. However, all the data that is collected negates all that. In fact, if there's anyone getting any privilege, it's the people that are crying, they don't get any privilege at all. They're being bumped up the level from uh, entering college exams, getting professional treatment, uh, preferential treatment wherever their occupation has to so be. So it's interesting because you're, you're bringing All up something. All this is like ridiculous
0: but stuff. But you're bringing up something, and I, I'm grateful for our, for to be able to share our points of view on that because what happens with this? Can you feel it? Can you feel that through the camera? Can you can you sense what this does to a civilization and to a community? you got a community that's getting along, and now you've got this ideology that's kind of seeping up, and a lot of it comes starts coming through the schools, it's coming through the colleges, your kids come back. Uh, or they come home from school and they've been getting taught this kind of stuff. And now, and these discussions start happening, and, and pretty soon, wait a minute, you're my problem. Wait a minute, you're my problem. And now we're not looking together for how we can do a better job. We're starting to say, wait a minute, you're my problem.
1: No, it's not the people that's it, it the problem, it's no, the ideology. It's the
0: ideology because. And we're making steps
1: yeah. against that here in Texas. Yeah. Governor Abbott recently signed a, a law that if you're a, a university in the state of Texas, you can no longer discriminate on the basis of, guess what? Race, skin color, gender, all these things that I thought we did back in 1963, but apparently that is not the case. Now we've gone completely one side and now we're bringing it back. You need to be, if you wanna get into college, you better damn well have good grades. How about that one? You better have good study habits, you better have good grades because those are the criteria that we need for you to pull into college right and if we're not getting back to that then we're going in the wrong direction I think
0: we miss in the effort and I, I want to see this I think we should all be we all have unique awesome things that come from our heritage right yeah. we, we do um, now when we start getting into okay I want to be something else and that's what's happening with our young people are so you talking people, about gender
1: identification Well that now
0: you know if it's not okay chances are they're not going to change their skin color. Right? So what's the next thing? got? it. Now we got to, okay, well we can't get that. We can't get that to happen, so now let's go ahead. We can change genders. Now, the, some something about that, I mean, when you start realizing where that all comes from, and you start realizing, well, wait a minute, somebody that's going through that stuff probably is never gonna have a sex life, and they're probably never gonna produce. Well, those are
1: assumptions that we're making, no. but what we're finding is those people, this didn't happen just yesterday. This type of stuff has been going on for decades, only in the adult world, sadly, and now we want to inflict it on our kids, but it has been happening in the adult world for many years. So there is, it's not like there's not data available on what this does to an individual from either a physical standpoint or a mental one. So the people that have now gone through this in the past are now coming forward with their stories. And ironically, many of them are coming forward, I don't want to say a majority because I'm not sure, but I know many are coming forward saying this is not the ideal situation that was sold to me, told to me, or that I thought when I did it.
0: Yeah, unfortunately now you've got, uh, you've got um, sexual organs in your body that, that do not work and it's like if, if you realize that you're going into this space for a lifelong of medical history, medical infections, medical sicknesses, so I think it is important to be able to sue the doctors that went forward with this. And I know we have we kind of come from different places on that. Yeah. Uh, because you asked good questions, Larry. You said you know, well, geez, if you get into the spot where you're going to sue them now, at what age do you sue them? How how long do you get? What is your statute? Well, this of should be this should be right? the point
1: of our order. Anyone, I know this uh, this article we're referring to now is in the the Daily Signal, another great great paper uh great news source but they're talking about a teen that is accusing doctors of madly rushing into her child gender transition and now she's been
0: speaking for a long time this is not a quiet it
1: doesn't matter but now she wants to sue so the natural thing is that we instead of getting wrapped up into a specific case right they always have to put a a face on something by picking a face right so instead of looking at this young lady's story which i want to Obviously, she you was know.
0: 12. I think she's got a right you to say know. I was lied to. I'm not
1: saying that. I'm saying yeah. Judge Kavanaugh, when he was up, was accused of doing something when he's 18. Now he's 60. So we need to have some statute of limitations as to when you can launch your gripe. The problem comes into these days when we're talking about kids. So I think her situation here has many, many issues that she could go back if this had started at twelve for her, she was obviously a minor. Contrary to what the left wants you to believe, minors are not capable of making these life-altering decisions at that age.
0: Yeah, she had a double mass So she at needs to 13. not only
1: my position is she not only needs to sue the doctors, but everybody involved in this case, from school counselors to parents. Whoever forced this upon this teenager should be dragged out into the lie, the light and made the example of, right? But I also say going forward. That we need to look at what is the proper distance of time. How long do you have to wait before you can do this? 20 years? 30 years? 50 years? One of the sentences in here, I number?
0: think, that where it closes the article, I uh, it hits. It lands for me. It says, defendants were not caring for Kayla, the suit says. They were experimenting on her. And that is the truth of the matter. They are, All of these are still experimenting. All these are
1: fine with me. I just think all these arguments should be occurring to decide what are we doing today. We just got through going over many articles where this is all being rushed on our kids. Well, if we're not accepting these article arguments for this case and then applying those to how we go forward with uh, current regulations on our kids now, yeah. then we keep repeating the error. Yeah. Oh, well, what's, still, what's
0: worse than that? If, what's worse than that? Now, if you uh, in the, when you are starting to encourage... The, the, just the sexual discussions and re- encouraging the kids are exposed to pornography at, at young ages and saying, hey, that's going to help them understand who they really are. Uh, what a perverse line of reasoning, but so many really well-intentioned parents believe this. Um, but the problem with that is, is what you're doing is you're raising you're raising future pedophiles because this is called grooming. This is called teaching a young person that is perfectly okay. And for years now, I'm a grandmother. I've I raised five children. My youngest child is 30. I I've been around the block a time or two, and I know that when you are, whether I was a single parent or after I got married. You know, for crying out loud, you, there were things you looked at in, in people's lives, and you said, I would never expose my child to this. Yeah. Not intentionally, I would keep my child from this. It was called protection. You wanted to keep them from sexual discussions. You you sure, certainly wanted to keep them from some other adult having sexual discussions with your child or having any sexual portrayal with that child. Not only they, is this, those not only is this stuff... Those are supposed to be normalized, and why? I was going to say, and because condoned. Grooming.
1: And condoned and prideful, this next story comes to us again from the Daily Signal, it's aware of, the title says aware, uh, the left is aware of losing the culture war, so they're trying a new tactic. But the tactic they're talking about is really, it's now this fine line between a government official getting involved in these cultural decisions. In this case, it's the New York Attorney General. This is the one that's supposed to be in the truth and justice category. Justice is supposed to be blind, We are not supposed to be taking sides in the Justice Department. We are supposed to be the harbinger of facts and both sides being hearing out and then making decisions on case-by-case basis. In this case here, this New York Attorney General gets involved in the LGBTQ business by saying Target was wrong to pull the hatred, won't succeed in our society, and she's punishing Target for being involved in its decision to pull its product well target is responding to its customer base they're making a business decision that has nothing to do with this lady's position in oh, New York
0: except she what? should not be
1: included I think at this point she is under grounds of she should be Right. Well, now, now, to me,
0: this is where we get into the discussion of what is a shareholder and what is a stakeholder. Because this person, while not respecting the shareholder, is indeed a stakeholder. There, there's money in it. All the attorney. What the attorney general? The, all of them. They're she's not a stakeholder.
1: For. She's a government employee no. that you pay her salary. She's not a government and employee. There she's are a employee. And there by are the laws way, New York. Them getting involved. Let
0: me tell you something. It's the capital of the United Nations, well, and a lot of people don't realize that. And, and so, what, what you've got argu- here, you're pulling
1: in more arguments.
0: And what's the? Here's the deal. All of the attorneys general, all of them, and the the, the DAs had some. We had a problem with that across the board. No, there. We know there's dirty money there, Larry. We know it is across across the United States of America. Why would you promote? Why would you behave in that manner? Like you're saying, it doesn't make logical sense. And I think that we what's wrong with saying, you know, that thing doesn't make sense. I ought to look at that deeper. There's probably a reason, and that pro- that reason is probably really glaring in your face. There is a an incentive. There is something that is in their favor if they make this. All I'm saying is, in the
1: private sector, you can get into those social discussions but when it comes to the public sector and a public official particularly an attorney general they don't get the privilege you keep your mouth shut you do your job. Oh, as far as the right, right proper thing, fired, of course. Right? But I'm You're just not, talking not about a, what they're, not they're allowed doing. to state. Those well,
0: types as of we hit the ethics so, all the time. Well, you know exactly. what I'm loving though. This next story, USA, are my pronouns. Yeah. Uh, middle schoolers are rebelling against the Pride Month indoctrination. How cool is that? But you, and uh, this is an Instagram post, but it was worth it uh, to talk about USA. USA are my pronouns, (laughs) I think, yeah, Uh, although I would, I want to make sure we start saying America more, because I don't see that near enough, but yes, 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 even these young kids know better, Um, so now there's an undercover mom that discovered depravity uh, in the Trevor Project, so you know anything about the Trevor Project?
1: I really don't. The New York Post article? Yeah, I really don't uh, about that particular project, but I, what, what what I found from this article is something that's been going on for a while, catfishing. Yeah. We talk about it a lot, right? But catfishing typically was catfishing involved someone portraying themselves on the other end of the chat, uh, a 64-year-old man portraying himself as a 16-year-old girl in order to entrap something on this side. And this article it was the other way around. This mom uh, went undercover as a young so it, and just the pretext whatever, in you know it, it, her child
0: it. was having problems. Really starting to yeah. wonder, do I am I am I another gender? Yeah. So her child's going through this. So she's in this, and she's going, what on earth is my kid exposed to? And she rightly so goes to look. You should always go
1: to look i mean i think it's a good statement to say and and we certainly need to have more sadly i think our law enforcement should be doing what this woman uh and they
0: we were told that they did a while ago instead she opened a pandora's box of sexually perverse content aggressive gender reassignment referrals and adults encouraging minors to hide their transitions from their parents and many troubled kids in need of psychological counseling Uh, she shared screenshots with the national review Um, and so, th- this is stuff that you've really got to get into and look. I'm proud of her for taking a closer too.
1: look. So, I'm not proud of Bud Light, <laughs> again. So, the CEO tells his customers, according to this article in Fox Business, the CEO tells his customers, we hear you. But then he still doesn't apologize, <laughs> and their sales are still tanking because... They may be hearing us, but they still don't get it. Well,
0: that's kinda of like the Dodgers over here. Um, the Do- <laughs> you know, that's pretty hilarious. The Dodgers honor uh, the anti-Catholic drag nuns more than an hour before the first pitch inside the nearly empty state. So the Sisters <laughs> of Perpetual Indulgence, that was really disgusting. Uh, I got a real I gotta look at that that group. You uh, know, they put up a Jesus, they put up a cross and they get in dressed in almost nothing in high heels <laughs> and dance around it, and it is the most disgusting. Um, but here's, here's this case, like Bud Light, line.
1: like Target. Uh, if we can get a close-up on this picture, the picture's kind of interesting. The stadium's empty, folks, so the, uh, the general public seems to have a disagreement with the Dodgers, and uh, maybe they should take that into uh, account.
0: Now, now, so about that, the L.A. Cable <laughs> Network, that was, there, was a, there was a TV ad slamming the Dodgers for anti-Catholic uh, drag troupe. They said it was too controversial. So The
1: ad was too controversial. So the network wouldn't show the ad, because the act itself is not controversial, but an ad saying that the act was controversial is too controversial to air. Well, to those people with that ad, uh, we are the OBBM network right here, and we will gladly share that ad for you. So contact our marketing department, and we will blow the heck out of that thing and show it everywhere we can show it.
0: All right, folks. Are you getting fired up and realizing that your opinion does matter? You better stand up for yourself because this stuff is everywhere. But there is no such thing as being free without realizing that's a, that's a, a, on the offensive. I am. You've got to make that declaration. Make that self determination. Uh, nobody's going to give that to you. All right. Uh, and and we've got a constitutional republic, not a democracy. We've got a constitutional republic. Why? If you can keep it. If you can keep it, we'll be back in a future episode of BBM Network News. Thank you for watching today. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5 5 and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV.
1: Connect with us on OBBMDFW.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media.
0: Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program.
1: And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the five, 10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.